I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm waiting for your yeah. I'm waiting for your yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had, I didn't want to sprint around. I was afraid I was going to eat it on the nine chairs that are in here. By the way, do you see how funny is this when you go to the hallway? How about your cutout? It's it's my favorite thing. So we have Can someone mine? from social take a photo. Go to the hallway. On your way to your left. Every time you walk by to go use the restroom, <laughs> there's a cutout on the opposite side of the glass. Through a frosted glass wall. Yep, and it's just Travis smiling at you. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's, it's so awesome. creepy. I, I hate it so much. What do you mean? I just... <laughs> just take take the live stream. Hey, take hey, one of these and is, go over there. Look, I was just the one saying that I love to hate things, but hate seems aggressive in this case. I don't know. I don't like when I, I turn the corner and there's it. someone there. It's like my, my younger sister growing up, she had a door. If I open my door, I could see into her room. She, for so long, had a cutout of a guy in One Direction. I can't remember which one it was. That just would peek out and I was like, ooh, spooked every time. And so I just get spooked every time every I see Every time you. I walk by, in my own head, I say, hi, Trev. And then I keep going. <laughs> it's, like, it's like in Home Alone. It's- Hello, Trev. It, it's... It's awesome is what it is. There's really no other way to say it. The funny thing is it wasn't there and now it's been there for like a month and nobody's touched it. It just is sitting there. Hi, Trav. It's it's me. It's the cutout of me. But you can't – at a glance – you can't really tell that it's me, but when you get it's, it's great. No, it's I like that I'm haunting you guys. I like – Emily, can I tell you a secret? I like that it bothers you. I, I, I know. I knew that that would be your answer. Gonna, That's the weirdest corner in this entire office. There's just like a more. random corner on the side of the studio you're, where it's sitting. You're a Trader Joe's person, right? Yeah. Yeah, Emily, you're a Trader Joe's Sprouts person. first, but yeah. yeah. So the, you know how they hide the monkey in Trader yeah. Joe's? Yep. That it's, there's, all, there's a stuffed monkey in there? I actually didn't know that. But so there's yeah. a stuffed monkey somewhere in your Trader Joe's. Kids will look they, for it. They and, move it around. Yeah. And it, it's usually not super well hidden, but you got to kind of look for it. I want to do the Trader Joe's monkey with that cutout. Just move it around the office and every you get day. Like a candy, piece of candy, if you find it. <laughs> Some free uh, JoJo's, Joe's O's, Joe's O's. Those? Oh yeah. No wait, Joe's O's are the SpaghettiOs, not no, those. It's the Trader, the Trader Joe. It's the Cheerios for Trader Joe's. That Is that what you're talking super about? Super bland no. and the no. worst. Oh, I'm talking about, about the Trader Joe Oreos. I think they're called. Oh, that's different. Joe, yeah. JoJo's. That's what they're called. Mm. I have not had that. Okay. There's the like the Oreo version, right? The chocolate and the cream. Yep. There's a vanilla version, which is vanilla cookies. During the holidays, they put out a a pumpkin shaped one, mm-hmm. and then they do peppermint, which nobody likes at the holidays, so you can skip those. <laughs> We never our our video our Oreo video never came out not yet not right? yet that was that was aggressive wow we'll do that I have still dealing with a dilemma and Josh had like an engineering <laughs> issue yeah that if we're being honest and I don't yeah. want to put Josh on on blast because I really I like Josh are. but that was a very poorly constructed ramp it was. <laughs> Am I Let's wrong? just say that You're wouldn't get. You know, you got to go through the city for permits. 
that That's not was a backyard permitless yep. operation. Yeah, you can't add a bathroom next to the kitchen when this is not the footprint. That was a little bit of that. <laughs> you ever it's like it? the egg drop. Did you ever do the egg drop in, in elementary school? To try you, to keep it from breaking? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of like what that construction was. That Yes, it's all... I'm sure we've all gone. Hey, come on over to my house. I built I, I built a new uh, outside like living area and yep. put up some TVs and all this. And you're like, oh, it sounds great. And you go mm-hmm. over there like, yeah, you did this yourself, didn't you? This looks you're like super holding down on the- to the side. There's loose wires hanging out of the ceiling. Step. I know it's fine. <laughs> I don't think the city signed off on this. I better, At like, least me and Taylor got the better end of uh, of the of the. No, I don't give it away. Mine, yet. mine was away. great. Yeah, well, you and I got the two worst. That was a bad deal. Yours dunked in too. Like was, yours was, yeah, it was deep. It was not great. Speaking of great, you can meet us in Orange County, Cinco de Mayo, a week from this Friday. ESPN LA is taking over Salita Tacos and Margaritas in Anaheim for a Cinco de Mayo fiesta. We're giving away Angels tickets, Mandy Awards tickets, Salita gift cards, and more. Starting with our show, Slee at 10 a.m. Join Slee and myself, Mason in Ireland, Sedano and Cap, and the entire 710 crew at Anaheim's hottest new restaurant, Salita tacos and margaritas light the fire within and feed your soul um so the clippers are out yeah devin booker was nuclear last night just awesome um kevin durant has still lost one game as a member of the phoenix suns Mm -hmm. and and because it was game one i think we all kind of what what is this maybe they're not as tough as we thought they might be put them aside for a second that that next round matchup against denver is going to be really fun yeah clippers are out the Clippers are out again, and they load-managed an entire season where Paul George and Kawhi Leonard didn't play a ton of basketball with the plan being, by the time we get to the playoffs, we're going to be at our healthiest, and we're going to make a run for this. They played 38 games together. 38 out of 82. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's a less than 50%. Yeah. They got exactly two playoff games out of Kawhi Leonard with that strategy. Mm-hmm. And it's not anybody's fault. It's bad luck. Torn it's meniscus. all of these things. Torn mm-hmm. meniscus, sure, whatever. Here's the fact of the matter is they've had them together for four years. Yep. They have nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. They tanked once in the bubble. They didn't even get a real run at it this year. They didn't get a run at it last year. And the year before that, Kawhi went down at the worst possible time. And George was great. And you still only made the Western Conference Finals. What do you do? What do you do with a team that has – those two games we saw from Kawhi reminded you how good he is. Yeah. He was fantastic. The best player in the series for Paul, those two games. Paul George is a great NBA player, a, a very, very good NBA player. I'll stop short. Really of good two-way player. Yep. Uh, a, a really Can nice, a, game. a really nice guy to have as your second best player. Can win you a game. Yeah. What do you do? They, they've got nothing to show for what they've did other than saying things like, "Well, you know, you got to get li- Steve Ballmer time. You got to, got to stay healthy." Yeah. Okay, but you don't. At mm-hmm. some point, it's not just bad luck. It's just it's just not going to happen for you. What do you do? Do you run it back a fifth time so let me, knowing it doesn't work? Can we break down both? Let's just say that you decided, all right, we're going to run this thing back. We'll change some stuff around the edges like they've done. They've done a really good job of getting the right role players. They've done a really good job. Norman Powell is an awesome, awesome player. Is and that was um, Good question. So I, I'll, let me break down both of them, okay? So I think... Let's say they run it back. Let's say they decide, let's give this one more chance to see if these guys can line up and be healthy. We're 0 for 4 with these guys lining up and being healthy I just want in to the playoffs. Thing to that. 0 for 4 for the same reason four times. Mm-hmm. Other, three of the four times. The first one, yeah. not injury related. Which doesn't help that argument too because those were that was a good team that choked up 3-1. Yep. So the they've, been, they've been healthy once – 
Um, and I don't think you could say. I think you say. I, I think you say Doc Rivers is a bad coach. I think or maybe you could he's say, bad in that situation. He chokes away three one leads. That okay, kind of thing. we'll we'll use that. But if you decide let's run it back, the question you got to ask yourself: the risk is we have enough data to tell us that whether we're resting players, not resting players, that the chances of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George giving you a playoff run and being healthy, they were 28-14 and 14 when they played together. The problem is they're not together. So you've seen enough data to tell you that there, there's a much greater chance that they won't be healthy at the right time than healthy at the right time. But it's probably your best chance to actually make a run. Because if I play it the other way, and, I, and and Clipper fans, if maybe Clipper fans are also in their mind saying, that's it, we're done. We, we, we've seen this enough. These guys are not going to be healthy together. You could chime in if you'd like to. Play it the other way is, let's say they decide this ain't working and it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What does it look like? So now, it, then is the conversation, I'm shopping Paul George? Is the conversation, I'm shopping Kawhi Leonard? And what do you get for them, though? What, what, what's, what would you – because there's still too. value. Yes. But less value than before. But yes. people people are going to – they're going to be teams out there say, yeah, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll take our chance. It, it's not working with Kawhi. Sounds good. Probably. Th- that's going to be there. Yep. But it basically becomes a rebuild. This is not a – you're not going to be getting – you know, Damian Lillard's not going to get traded for Paul George. Maybe he is. I don't know. But I'm saying that usually that's not going to happen. What it's really going to be is the Clippers deciding this isn't working – we are now moving on from this strategy, and it's going to take a couple of years to try to get back to com- uh, competitive basketball. They are – I'll do, pick a different one. They're screwed. They, they are because what you just t- – keep them is a bad option. They don't play. We can argue about why. It doesn't matter why. They don't play, and they almost never play together. Okay, so you're basically saying we've done this four years. It hasn't done anything. The fifth year will be different. Good luck with that. Right, that that's the classic definition of insanity. Do the same thing and expect a different result. You're going to do the same thing and expect it to be. This isn't one year. You could chalk it up to one, two years. Man, we're really four. That's not unlucky. That is what it is. These mm-hmm. guys don't play enough together. They get hurt a lot, and guys don't get healthier as they get older. They get more unhealthy. So that's a bad option. The other option that you laid out is, what do you get for them? Something. But you're right. It's a total redo. And, and you're, it becomes you're, a rebuild. You're right back to where mm-hmm. you've been for a long time, which is, okay, what do we do next? I don't know. We just got rid of two of the 20 best players in the league, and it didn't work. What do you do next? Do you try a new coach? Do you try you, – you just throw stuff at the wall? Maybe, because the Ty, there the, are no good options. The Ty Lue thing, just on that, Ty Lue can't do anything different. Yeah. He can't. No, like that, I agree. Ty, Ty Lue's got his hands tied behind his back. If his players are not available, this is of not – This is not It's Kawhi. like the Dave Roberts of it all, where, like, he, you know, Dave Roberts isn't the one making these decisions, can't play the games for these guys, but he it, – It's not yeah. that. It's not – it's it's just that Ty Lue, it's not like, hey, Ty Lue, your decisions cost the Clippers get to the finals, where Doc Rivers, you could say, his decisions yes. in the bubble cost them from making the finals. Yes. So – the options are not great. I still think what I think is going to happen. I'm just going to assume they're going to run it back. What I mean, would none you of do? Those quotes. You're Steve Ballmer. You're you're at the controls. What do you do? I don't think I'm going to a. I've watched a Clippers team in franchise history either always be rebuilding or not accomplishing anything, 
and that's different. It's been different since the Chris Paul days and everything else, but none of those teams cashed in as well. Um, I'm going to bring that team back out, and I'm going to hope and pray to God that I get these two guys healthy for one playoff run. And, and I want to make this point, too, is that the Intuit Dome is on track to be open in 2024. They are not going to want to be in a rebuild with yep. their new stadium. If you're if you're Steve Ballmer and you want to pack people into the seats, obviously you have two stars that's a that big don't factor, play. By the way, but it's if you would factor. rather have two stars that may or may not play rather than a rebuild, to get people to be there. If you're Steve Ballmer, I would keep this and do that. I want to be devil's advocate for a second. I think you're right. I think that's probably the more likely outcome. A new building is going to get people in, whether the team's good or not. A, mm-hmm. a, a new to be on the ground floor of a new building to be on the ground floor of season tickets to be on the ground floor of the next hottest thing like how many people did you hear say i just want to go see sofi they're not rams fans they just want to go see it they're not yeah. chargers fans they just want to go see it necessarily i think there's a case to be made much better to put a championship caliber team in a new building that's better but they're not mm-hmm. they, they, they're not a championship caliber team they're a team that has some names that you recognize but they don't play but what did Ty Lue say? It's like they have it, they have it lost when, okay. they're, when they're all there. I want to play this, and then we're going to come back and talk about it, because I don't know if I've heard something come out of a person's mouth who yep. I believe is a smart person, and mm-hmm. I believe Ty Lue is a smart person, that is dumber than this. You know, the encouraging thing is, like, with our team, with PG and Kawhi healthy, we haven't lost a series yet, you know? And so, what? you know, it's always in the back of your mind, like, what if? And, you know, it's, you know, it's easy to say what if because a lot of guys get hurt, but it's just been, you know, our luck the last three years. And so if you look back to, you know, my first year taking over, you know, uh, we did some really good things. And, you know, Kawhi tears his ACL, then he misses the whole next season. But we haven't lost a series with our, with our whole team. Nice try, not a chance. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESP. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the push to Banner 18 would have seemed ludicrous three months ago, right? Coming out of the holidays and saying, oh, look. They got a chance to win round one in five games against the number two seed. Everything's- Pat Bev is going to take over. And, <laughs> right? And Juan Toscano-Anderson. And it still feels like a lot of stuff has to break their way, but it yeah. doesn't feel like an impossibility like it would have a few months ago. They're, they're very close. I want to come back to that in just a sec. Yeah. I want to play this Ty Lue cut for you again because I like Ty Lue. I think he's a good coach. I think he's got a, – a, like, like you said a second ago, I don't think where the Clippers are or anything that he has done to put them there. Yeah. It's just circumstance and bad luck, but – this is just crazy talk to me. 
You know, the encouraging thing is, like, with our team, with PG and Kawhi healthy, we haven't lost a series yet, you know. And so, you know, it's always in the back of your mind, like, what if? And, you know, it's, you know, it's easy to say what if because a lot of guys get hurt. But it's just been, you know, our luck the last three years. And so if you look back to, you know, my first year taking over, you know, uh, we did some really good things. And, you know, Kawhi tears his ACL, then he misses the whole next season. But we haven't lost a series with our, with our whole team. Yeah, A, yes, you have. You lost in the bubble when Kawhi and Paul George were together. So I, he's just saying. I know. I know what he's saying. He's not there. But it's it is a laughably narrow slice of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The data on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard is in. They blew a three-one lead that would have put them in a Western Conference Final matchup against the Los Angeles Lakers, which would have given them a chance to really not overtake the Lakers, but have a real thing like, yeah, no, we we have a thing now. We're in the finals, and we beat you to get there. They blew it. They didn't just lose. They blew it because the team came unhinged. And then every single season after that, they haven't played. To say, well, you know, uh, we haven't lost a series with these two guys together while I've been here. Well, they, they... you haven't played any. You know what I mean? To say that we've never let you haven't had one. You had one two years ago. It was a first round series. We're hanging our hats on that. So let let me ask you. I'm gonna. What do you want him to say? Because I, I I think Not the because I think the if you're trying to find he's a coach that's been there for three years. He was not part of this. Why they made the change and Doc Rivers wasn't there. He wasn't part of that collapse mm-hmm. against the Denver Nuggets. If you're looking at it, hey, half glass full or empty, half empty, half full, whatever you want to call it. Um, I I got the answer to your question. I, I'm with you that that's you don't need to say that, but what do you want him to say? What we can say is we have to get these guys healthy, otherwise nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. If they're not healthy, we can't win. They have to play more. They have to play more consistently because when they're together, we're really good. This makes it sound like they've been into the finals a couple of times and just, ah, oh, Paul George went down at the worst possible time. It's it's laughably misleading. And it's one of these things like, all right, do you believe this or are you just kind of throwing stuff out there? Because if you believe it, you got a problem. If this is just, I got to talk for 30 seconds because somebody answered me, asked me a question, mm-hmm. all right, fine. But if this is something that you, hey, because it's it's so narrow. They've played one series together of any meaning. Yeah. One. It's like and, Aaron Rodgers has never lost the Super Bowl. Okay, he's been to one. It, perfect example. Well, we've never lost on a day where Clayton Kershaw has thrown a no-hitter. Okay, he's thrown one. It, it's you can't pick this very narrow <laughs> set yeah. of criteria and claim that uh look as long as this ha- it never happens I, it bothers they, me so much they've had they've had some really and i hate to just simplify it like this they really have had bad luck the timing of the if you look at paul george before he got to the clippers trav the guy was playing 81 games 75 79 77 Mm-hmm. Got to the Clippers, 48-54-31-56. That's a drastic difference. But also age. Of his career. But, but okay, age, but we're talking, that's playing 50% less games. That, even if you're playing 60 games, that's all you need from Paul George. Even if you're... Who knows? Who knows? Like, and I'm look, looking at... I'm looking the, at. He did just play, what did he play, 60? What did he play this year? Handful? This year he played 56. Okay, 56. 56 and 60, is there a meaningful difference? Not really. And he really. got injured at the last, with two weeks I, left on the season. I'm not saying it isn't bad luck. I'm saying what difference does it make? Whether it's bad luck or laziness or just... What, what, and I'm not saying... It, it doesn't matter why they don't play. Mm-hmm. They don't play. Okay, but this, doesn't this kind of go back to when we say... 
what does it look like, mm-hmm. right? When we say, I don't need to know, I don't need to know, um, it's not just did the team win, did they lose? What did it look like? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a plan B for them. And that that's my, my yeah, issue. But the, my, my, I want to stop at the first thing you said. Yeah. What it looks like is they never play. So why am I just running this back again and doing this all over again? And I agree, but that there's is, no better but, option. But that is bad luck. Two weeks left in the season and Paul George goes out, that is bad luck. Tearing your meniscus in game one of the start of the playoffs, that is bad luck. Sure. It is bad luck. Sure. And, I, and, I'm not, and I'm not telling you that justifies they everything. They didn't play. If Anthony Davis went down against the Phoenix Suns in the first round, that's bad luck. And, and and there's a history of also of Anthony Davis not playing. He pretty much is playing around 50% they're, of the season. That, now the difference closer. is the cash one in. I know. That's and that's why difference. he is treated, I think, differently than those other guys. That's why he's also looked at differently than those other guys, because he did get the one. Mm-hmm. But whether it's bad luck doesn't matter to me. Bad luck is when Anthony Davis gets hurt against Phoenix, fine. That there are so Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant go down in the finals. That's bad luck. Four years in a row of the same thing. Bad luck, bad planning, bad execution, bad signings, bad this, that. It doesn't matter. They don't play. And mm-hmm. at some point, you got to say, eh, eh, what are we going to do next? You can't do anything because if you don't think that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to play very limited schedules next year and you cross your fingers and toes and yep. hope that when you get into the playoffs that maybe this is the – is that really the plan to they, play them 50 games and hope that you don't have bad luck? That's not a very good plan. You run the Los Angeles Clippers. What would you do this summer? I would run it back one more time and because there is no better option. Yep. But then at that point it's like, look, bye guys. They're up. And you say, good, they good both luck. Have but you could options. get something back for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George right now. You can get you can get draft. You can go into that rebuilding phase. What would you honestly be, get, though? I would be interested in seeing, okay, if we break it up, but you keep one of those guys and you keep the Norman Powell's and some of these other, mm-hmm. what's the value today of Paul George? I'm just talking out of my, you it's, know what? But it's a great question. But Rather than letting them walk eventually for that, nothing. The, the Paul George no one, picks. the Paul George one is interesting because- you can say, all right, there's still a lot of. I'm gonna. It's a bad example. I'll throw it out there. Let's just say Bradley Beal for Paul George. Like you just said, I'm gonna. These are two similar players, but I'm gonna try something different mm-hmm. and see if it works. I could see maybe something like that happening. I don't well, know what what they, what they would get back. One of those guys because they're both great players, mm-hmm. but they are both guys that don't play. There is. You, if, there's, you're, if you're on the GM on the other side, yeah, it is a massive risk. risk. Massive mm-hmm. to because. Presumably, you're giving up some assets to acquire players like that, but you're acquiring a guy that plays 45% of the games every year? Okay. But also a Good player luck. that could win you a, a championship if he's playing. Toronto, he's took that, Toronto took that risk, right? Toronto took that risk, but they also got lucky that other things were happening in that series, and that's just part of they the got l- And they had him for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. That if that If they had signed him and it plays out the same way, you're looking at more of an Anthony Davis situation. We mm-hmm. got our guy, but now we can't get him on the court, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of which, what if they, again, they're trying to do something different. They they swap out Ty Lue for Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is on the market, so he could come in and be the Clippers head coach. And just to be another thing like, oh, he knows Kawhi, all that good stuff. Would it would anything like that make a difference? Ty Lue would get hired in 38 seconds. No question. Exactly. Yeah. No question. 
No, he. It's that, that, this. I, I liked your comp earlier, Em. We were talking about Dave. at some point. It's like, what would you like me to do? My very best guy is unavailable. Nothing he can My do. second very best nothing guy is unavailable. I can only do so much with mm-hmm. Norman Powell and Russell Westbrook. What do you want from me? It's different, you know. I, even last year, if I take a Lakers comp, when people would say, "Yeah, but Russ and Anthony Davis and LeBron, they only played twenty games." We, you knew what it was. Yep. And that's probably a real reason why Frank Vogel lost his job is because he couldn't figure out. It wasn't Frank Vogel's fault that that team got constructed, but that he couldn't figure it out. Ty Lue's issue is the players that you have that are supposed to run this team, I can't get them on the floor together. They both had Denver, and it's the Western Conference champion. You and I both had Phoenix. They're going to play each other in the next round. Do you want to change your vote? Yeah. I do too. I'm going Denver. (laughs) You guys still comfortable with your Denver votes? (laughs) But they did only play the Timberwolves, so who I, knows? But they look good. They did look good. They, they looked Phoenix really was grinding. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And KD has like yes. a million minutes on him. Same for Booker. How many minutes did you get last night? I think I saw you out there for like nine. I think you got the end of the first quarter and the early part of the third. I checked in for Tory Craig. <laughs> get they a breather. Thin. Very thin. And Denver, Denver did exactly what you would like a number one seed to do. Yeah. They very quickly just poof. You guys are out. By they the didn't way, play with their food. No, nope, by the they way, knocked them out. I I thought of this a couple days ago. You know who's getting a lot of love in this play in these playoffs right now is Jalen Brunson, right? Of the Knicks. Sure, he's been great. Do you remember that like a year and a half ago when Luka didn't play I and do. Jalen Brunson torched the he Lakers, killed him, and we both came on. It was like Jalen freaking Brunson. He had a good night, and and has had a good night basically ever since. He's been he's been great. Awesome. But also, they the Heat are very Randall in the fourth quarter yeah. of that game. Yeah. They keep Randall, who's their best player, but is injured, has coming off of injury, and he's been bad, mm-hmm. and and he's been bad. Like Jalen freaking Brunson. Thibodeau said, "Is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau? Thibodeau." Thibodeau, mm-hmm. Thibodeau said, "He's like, hey, why didn't you play Julius?" He goes, "Because he was playing bad." It's like that's what? a great answer, <laughs> yeah. and no coach wants to just say that. No yeah. coach just wants to say he will. I, yeah, Thibodeau's a guy that will say, "I don't know." Were you watching the same game I was? <laughs> pretty great it's pretty great all right lakers and grizz tonight slee's pregame show coming up at three o'clock he doesn't get to leave all day long slee i want an advance of the pregame show i want to know what we're going to look at by the time we get to that 4 30 tip that's coming up next it's travis slee 710 espn i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So I know we're not really soccer people. If you only heard our conversation three (laughs) seconds ago. The world's ending. Obviously. um... I knew that already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my my friends here in LA, they're huge Arsenal got people, and so uh, they kind of have got me into the sport a little bit too. So I have the game on right now. They're playing Man City, who Arsenal is at the top of they call it a table, so that's the standing. So Arsenal's at the top of the table for the first time in a long time. They've held it all season. Man City is right underneath, and this is like a really pivotal game. Arsenal's been failing a bit. Man City's been doing well. Anyway, so my friend Ethan took the entire day off of work so that he could watch this game. Because he knew, regardless of the outcome... Does he want to go get wasted and watch it? Is that the deal? That's one thing. And he knew, regardless of the outcome, he was going to be either elated and couldn't focus on his work or super pissed off and couldn't focus on his work. So he is sitting there right now just... 
ex- soaking this all in, and they are down 1-0. Man one City. nil, Emily. Please. One nil. Sorry, please. I was doing so well with the, with the table and everything, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Have you guys ever Still like early. missed work minute. for work for um, sporting events, things like that? I've missed work for events that I want to go to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever missed work for a sporting event that I want to go to. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, Michael had a thing that I want to see. Kelly's had things that I want to see. Bobby's yeah. had things that I want to see. There's been. I got to go see my folks for whatever reason, but I it, no, I don't know if I've ever missed it for a sporting event. What about um, for Michael's games? Have you missed that's it? That's more. Is that a sporting event or is that a family obligation? I guess it's more a family obligation. Yeah. Okay, so I have not, uh, but that could change. Remember, I told you Padres are going to play in San Francisco. I said one of those are a day game. Yeah. If I take like a Friday off or something like that, they have a Friday day game in a couple of months. And it's like a 12.45. On a Friday? On a Friday. Wow. Very random. They have a 6.30 or a 6.50. How? Every Get time. The, by the way, every tickets. time. Every time. <laughs> I would. Every time the Dodgers have a day game and it's the middle of the week, it's a Wednesday or something like that, I, I'm, I love that. First off, there's going to be a lot less people going, so yeah. there's just this kind of almost like a spring training feel to it. <laughs> a little right? bit. And, you know, you obviously can kind of sit wherever you want. It's the middle of the day. It's the summer. I like uh, games like that. They're really fun. They're just hard to get to. And they're like Friday's better because it can kick off your weekend. And yeah. You can kind of like Wednesday for your boy, Ethan. It's, You're coming back. He's going to be hungover at work tomorrow that his team is losing. He's like, going to be blackout at trivia tonight. <laughs> it's going to be great. This could be a complete disaster. I saw uh, you. Did you go that way during the break? Went that way, yeah. Just got what, some water. What's over there? I saw Emily and Taylor came mm-hmm. back with food. What are we looking yeah, at? Let Kinda. them describe it. Some wings they're, they're eating over there. Yeah, so we got uh, some bone-in wings, some boneless wings. We got some lemon pepper. We got barbecue. We got a regular mild buffalo. Got some potato wedges. Not a little Caesar salad. Wedges. It's yeah. really, really good. All right. Thanks, Buffalo Wild Wings. We got uh, what we, whatever. What's 24 plus 12? 36? We got yeah. 36 minutes to go. That's what we got. Yeah, it looks like a good spread. Yeah, DeAndre told me, uh, Al, this is just like he kind of made it sound like this was just for them. So I just got water and came back. DeAndre and I don't talk. We still have beef. <laughs> we, we're still. How, ma- how many wings will you eat before the uh, pregame show? Zero. I usually do 11. I usually have 11. You'll have zero. Uh, I will have zero. Yeah, I will only because, <laughs> but after I'm done with pre is when I eat. And then I'll. Yeah. You're, post pre, you will have it's Thanksgiving. Six. Yeah, you'll have there will be you'll take that little metal chafing dish and you'll set it up in the studio when i'm done with pre at crypto and i walk into that media room it is literally thanksgiving every time have you tried the uncrustable yet i've had them before <laughs> this year they're not a they're not a frequent oh, it's not it's not like it's there all tragedy. the time yeah one right in the pocket just for when friday during maybe it's uh, for the ride home you friday, know. that is that is pretty funny <laughs> that's where you you just Boop. Right in the pocket. Yeah. What is that out of your? Oh, that's a been lifting. Uncrustable. No, it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich wrapped in a plastic bag. <laughs> that's what it is. Friday Are you happy during. To see me? Friday during Lent. <laughs> not a bear. <laughs> uh, Fridays when it was Lent, and you know you're not eating meat. Those things would fly off the yeah, shelf. I'm like, good. all right, come on, guys. So what are we gonna see? Give me, give me a pregame of the pregame. So I'm gonna go back to what I said a little bit earlier. I don't think this is a five-game series. I just don't. And I think a lot of that's going to be based off of Memphis. If Memphis, if the Lakers come out swinging, which is probably going to happen. Lakers, there's a little bit of a test here from the Lakers. How bad do you guys want to go back to L.A.? How bad do you think that you could be one of the 5% that, or not even 5%, 
I don't know what the stat is of just teams that force a game seven down three to one. But Trav, they're a young enough team. Yep. They're an immature they're an immature enough team to where when I think of the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm not a hundred percent if the if the Memphis Grizzlies are gonna say Oh, you're not ending this series tonight, and you're not ending it our, on our home floor. And oh, by the way, we've had the best home record. And oh, by the way, we lost to you guys in overtime, and we could have easily got that one. Or is it going to be the Memphis Grizzlies that I don't talk to media when I lose? <laughs> I'm, you know, there's more storylines around the team that has less to do with basketball. Mm-hmm. But my my gut tells me that there's a very strong likelihood we're going to have a game six here at Crypto. It just doesn't seem like a five game series. I think you're going to get a very good sense of how serious the Lakers are taking their championship pedigree by what you see tonight. I, the Lakers are going to win the series. I, I really have a hard time seeing them lose three games in a row. But tonight, I think, is going to be illuminating in the sense of if you really think that we've got a really good shot at this, you got to start maximizing the things that work in your advantage. And one of those things is – Finish it when you can. Yep. When you get an opportunity to finish it, finish it. Let the Warriors and the Sacramento Kings go beat the crap out of each other. Get four or five and, days And off. you can get the what the Lakers need more, more. than anything is rest. Yeah. What they need more than anything is a chance to get as healthy as you possibly can. Give LeBron's foot, whatever AD's hip, I guess it is right mm-hmm. now. Let those things get as calmed down as you possibly can. Don't think, don't have this. And it's not... It's not a conscious decision, right? All of these things are very subconscious, and this is where your head coach, this is where your best player, LeBron James, can really make a difference. End it tonight. Don't mess around with this. That way we can put our feet up, we can come home, we can wait, we're going to find out who we're going to play, they're going to give. But if you go out there, we got three chances to win one game. Even if we lose today, we're coming back to L.A., you're going to win the series, but don't spend any extra money than you need to do. Save that money for the Warrior series. Save it for the Phoenix or the Nuggets series. Save it for the classic that we'd all love to see against the Celtics. Don't burn money now. So if I got to go just by what I've seen from the Lakers this year, that scares me a little bit because the Lakers are also the team. Everything you just said, Trav, if you said, okay, based on what you've seen so far this year, the Lakers have played with their food this season. The Lakers had to go up against the Utah Jazz. One of those games had to go to overtime. And then they had the Clippers the next night. They yep. kind of screwed themselves, right? The Minnesota game, it wasn't, we're just going to come out and this is going to be done. You had to grind out that win. Game two, John ja Morant didn't play in Memphis. Did the Lakers take advantage of that? They didn't. So... I agree that there's certain teams, there's a championship pedigree. This isn't the best example I'm going to give it because it's the latest one that just happened. Boston played Atlanta yesterday, and they're at home. Yeah, Boston's going to win the series. Of course. But why are you extending that series and not closing it out? And why let the are the one you, guy who can beat you go super nuclear They were hot. up 13 with like six minutes left to go. Philly's done with their series. The more rest Joel Embiid gets, the better chance that they have. That was a kind of a confusing one. If the Lakers, example. but but if we go with just kind of what you just described, if the Lakers came out tonight and basically said, we're done, this series is over, we're not walking out of Memphis uh, without a W and closing out this series, I think it would turn our heads a little bit like, wow, okay, this isn't just they beat the Memphis, they closed the door when that, that window was open, they, they made sure to take advantage Took of it. Took the words out of my mouth. I, if the Lakers, let's say it looks a little bit like we saw in game three. Right, where it's just like, oh, this this is over. 
This is over. They, they, they have, they, they're up by 10 at the end of the first quarter. They're up by 18 at the end of the half. And they've looked really. Now it's, it's just a matter of time. It's just, it just, yeah. let's just get to the, this is over. I think you're going to look around the rest of the league. Say, yeah, this, this is not just a, hey, they got better than they were. They, we've got a problem on our hands right now. They're not messing around. That's funny. And especially if LeBron looks like he looked at the end of, of game four, mm-hmm. especially if Anthony Davis puts up uh, uh, one of his better efforts, one of his better games, if they just come out there like, we're not just whack, it's over, it's like, uh-oh, because Boston didn't do it. The Suns needed to work to go through this Milwaukee's thing. in a dogfight where Milwaukee's they might be out of the playoffs. Sacramento and Golden State are mm-hmm. going to seven games. Yep. That feels almost yep. inevitable that yep. that's going to go to seven games. Mm-hmm. If the Lakers just be like, we're ready when you guys are. We're going to be over here getting ready for our next series. That's very it's unsettling for the rest of the league. It's funny you described it that way because I think there's certain wins that are like, okay, hey, that team just moved on or whatever the case is. There's other wins, I'm with you, where the league looks around and says, you guys see what the Lakers did? You see how Lakers just closed out? Lakers won in Memphis. They won by 15. They wrapped that series up in five. They're kicking back for four or five days waiting for Sacramento. That's that's one of those kind of like head-churning moves. What did we just talk about with Denver? It's like we both changed our answer because of the way that they took care of business cha- in the first round. I didn't change my answer as much because of Denver. I changed my answer more because of what I saw from Phoenix. For me, it was both. For, from what you saw from Phoenix, for sure. But Denver, they just whack over. The only game they lost was in overtime, and Anthony Edwards went nuts and played out of his mm-hmm. mind. And I was okay, you got us once out of five. Whack, you're done. We're going to sit here and we'll wait for the next guys to come through. Phoenix won in the same amount of games, felt very different. Boom. The Lakers have a chance tonight. Boom. Move on to the next one. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So Emily found out that the a team that is down 3-1 has forced a game 7 13 times, Emily? Uh, 31, 31 times. times. So they've only won game seven 13 times. Okay. So they've come back 13 times, but it's they forced a game seven 31 times, strengthening the case for just knock it out tonight. But yeah. still a 95% chance of, uh, of winning moving the series. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get they're they're going to win the series. Get it done. They're barring a catastrophe, which you need to put out there so the gods are appeased, as Mr. Taylor Smith does not realize. Yeah. Always appease the gods. Do you want another one here? Because I would think you want it towards the front door. <laughs> I don't we really. Already, you're already in here. Okay. YouTube's already on you, right? <laughs> if you move that, let's say that way towards the front door. Anyone who walks in. <laughs> so uh, my picture's on the what wall. What if it was in the elevator? <laughs> I like that idea a lot, right? The, the DeAndre, who I have beef with, has moved the uh, the Travis cutout to where he's looking through the window. I like the kind of the ghost-like image of through the frosted glass at the yeah. other place. Like, I don't need and to look at And you can't tell if it's right real here. or not. Like, right. like, through the frosted glass, it could be actually Travis on the yes. other side. Yes. That that should, doesn't work you, as you well. give him a caption, little little uh, cartoon bubble. little bubble? A little bubble, thought yeah. bubble? I could eat. <laughs> That's what the, the thought bubble over it would be. Yeah, that looks good. I'll have that. Along was, the way. All right, let's go around the room <laughs> along the way. I'll take that too, right? Um, how much younger do I look in that without the beard than I do sitting across from you right now? Because that picture's not as old. as That picture's only a couple years old. That's not taken when I was 30. Look a lot younger. Right? Yeah. Emily? A lot younger. I don't... Okay, you might look younger, but I don't think you look better. Okay. So I think uh, I like the <laughs> no, no, that, beard better. No, no, that actually is a 
compliment, kind of. Basically, it's just saying you look awful <laughs> in that cutout. That's no, the re- no, with, bad. No, that was the re- that was the reverse Kurt Sandoval. <laughs> look, yeah, you do look a little younger, but you look a lot better like this. That's a nice thing Wiser, to say. Wiser, right, you know, right? I go for your advice. So no, what are you like sixty two? That's a clean look. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, Taylor. Yeah, it looks like your little your little brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Susan didn't, um, if she didn't like the beard, it's gone. Gone. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Who knows who runs that household? <laughs> well, certain parts. <laughs> it's a collaboration, yeah. right? You got to. For instance, some and everybody's funny. family You're like gone. Somebody does the bills. Somebody does this. Somebody. For instance. Um, I do the trash. She does the dishwasher. Like we just, everybody has their assignments. And when it comes to my appearance, yeah. I let her make that decision because that's really the only one that matters. If, She's the one seeing it. Fair. Yeah. And, and the one that, yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll move on to the next one. <laughs> Avengers Endgame came out on this day in 2019. I'm I'm halfway in on Avengers on on Marvel movies. I like yeah. I like some of them. I, I'm not a can't miss every single one. I did see that. It was good and way too long. That's my review. <laughs> okay, so I have a I have a little game for you guys. So Avengers Endgame is the second highest grossing film um, ever. So okay. first, what is the first overall highest grossing film? Is it another Marvel movie? It's not another Marvel movie. Avatar. I was gonna say it is, it is Avatar, Avatar yeah. the very first one. Okay, so you now I'm gonna money. get a dime from yeah, me. Not his twelve dollars. <laughs> and now I'm gonna give you a couple guesses as others in the top ten. Okay, can I go a little more general? There's got to sure. be a Star Wars movie in there. There is right? a Star Wars. Is there movie, a Lord so of the fine. Rings in there? Um, Lord of the Rings is not in there. So Star Wars: The Force Awakens is the fifth highest. Okay, right. Batman in there. Uh, How many of them are superhero Dark movies? It is one, two, three. I swear, three are superhero movies. On there, I'm gonna no, four today. superhero movies. Four superhero movies. Yes. Top Gun Maverick. It is not. Damn. It is just outside. It is. Is 12. there a Fast and Furious in the mix? It's not Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious Seven. Furious Seven is eleven. I'm trying to think of like the last water cooler movie we had, where everybody was going to see it and everybody yeah. was very. Let like, me hey. give you another another hint. There is only one. That is not in the 2000s. And what is that one that is not in the 2000s? Godfather. Nope. Titanic? Titanic. Ding, Taylor's ding. good at this Taylor, game. James yeah, I'm Cameron. I'm 11. Taylor's just hitting. <laughs> two, he's like, Taylor's two waiting two. for me to miss. And he's like, this <laughs> idiot. James Cameron has three of the top 10. Avatar, Titanic, and... Avatar 2. Avatar So two. it's Avatar, Av- Avengers Endgame, Avatar The Way of Water, Titanic, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man No Way Home, Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. Lion King, yeah, the remake, the one that just came out in uh, 2019, and then the very first Avengers. Super Mario's going to make the list too early. <laughs> too early. It might, though. It yeah, might. I think I've That's only crazy. seen like three of those movies. When will you see Avatar 2? Right after I see Avatar 1, which has been available to watch for 20 years. <laughs> so in 20 years? So if I figure I'll get to Avatar 1 sometime before my death. So maybe that's tomorrow. Maybe that's 30 years from now. I don't know. But uh, Got to see it in IMAX. Come yeah. on, Trev. Nope. The blue guys running around connecting their tails but doesn't really cool. interest me. It's they not. create a whole new world. I, I'm happy for anybody that likes it. It's uh, it's definitely not for me. Uh, happy birthday to not Larry the Cable Guy, but rather the other people or the other person that people say I look like. Kevin James turns 59 today. I should feel better about that one than Larry the Cable yeah, that, Guy, right? That's, a, that's not a bad one. To, that's a good... I would use that as because he's 
actually a funny guy. You know, he's all right. Yeah, yeah. I like Kevin James. I'd prefer likeable. this one. Channing Tatum turns 44 today. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I don't think I'm going to get it anytime soon, but wouldn't that be a nice day? You know who you look a little bit like? Who's that? Channing Tatum. That doesn't come around very often. Who would say that? You could be you? Channing Tatum's dad. <laughs> Emily, please, look. His grandpa. I, I I already said that you said something quasi-nice about me earlier. Then you had to pile in with, I could be a 44-year-old man's father. Hey, who knows? <laughs> yeah, that that's aggressive. <laughs> I mean, like, if he were 24, sure. 44, I'm I'm 51. That, that's... That doesn't that doesn't make me feel very hey, not according to Curse. Um country singer Morgan Wallen canceled his performance eight minutes before he was supposed to come out. And uh there's a tweet going around Slee where this lady said that she wants to be canceled or excuse me, compensated, compensated. because he canceled last minute and basically put together an invoice for all of the yes. things that she had spent. It's not quite how it works. Yeah, the grand total was uh, $3,982, which includes her hotel, her gas, her tickets, her her outfit, her husband's outfit, yep. uh, a restaurant that she went to, another Cracker Barrel, <laughs> and then um, another restaurant she went to. Some of the merchandise uh, that she bought. Some drinks, yep. and, yeah, and merch. So, yeah, this is all together came out to about almost $4,000. As someone who's not a regular concert goer, if the main event doesn't hit the stage, don't you get your concert ticket money back? I think it depends on the um, the uh, performer. So sometimes they'll be like, "Okay, we're gonna come. I'm gonna come back in June, and if you can but make you get that, a rain then check, right? yeah, yeah, you can get a rain check." And I guess the reason lost his voice, unable to perform tonight. But yeah, wouldn't you know that like a little more than eight minutes away? I, I, the only thing I could imagine is like, hey, I'm gonna try to make it go. I'm gonna try to make it go. I'm trying to make it go. But you're right. Eight minutes before, that's when you're pulling the plug. You can. The weekend do, did it recently too. You could do your job and my job with a bad voice you mm -hmm. can get through it it's not perfect it's not but you can muscle through it and yep. still do what you if you're singing mm -hmm. taylor help me out here don't you know how, how far in advance do you know i can't sing I, tonight i can't do a hit show. the notes i saw rob zombie in wisconsin and he went out and did three or four songs until he kind of just threw in the towel because his voice was so shot um i, I think it's sometimes you don't know until so you the perform. Yeah, yeah. You go, but if you're you Rob Zombie, maybe you can conceal it a little bit better than if you're Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a different range for somebody like yeah. Rob Zombie. Pretty Tell you he's not canceling concerts. Taylor Swift's not canceling any concerts. Not How yet. mad would you be, Emily? Like, take me through. She's doing three-hour and 30-minute sets. We're sorry to inform you, but... Ms. Swift is unable to take the stage tonight. We will re we will honor your tickets at a future date. Please drive home carefully. So I would be okay. My sisters would not because they traveled from Virginia specifically to see Taylor Swift because she's not performing anywhere in the Mid Atlantic. She's she's not performing from Philadelphia to Atlanta. So Get this is the only shop back? for them to go. You so, go to SoFi, you're paying eighty dollars yeah. for parking. It's a lot. It's a lot. I just need like a voucher that I'm good for one event. I'd be okay. <laughs> like the old Disneyland e-tickets. You just kind of yeah. keep dropping them along the way. All right, let's do a little super crosstalk. <laughs> so what do you guys think? You like me looking over your shoulder? You like me ghostily peering through that frosted glass as you head to the room? To be honest, it's creepy either way. <laughs> this stand-up uh, thing you got here. And yeah. Looking over my shoulders. <laughs> looking creepy. right in I my eyes. I never even noticed it. In the corner? As I, as I walked down the hallway and it was behind the glass, that was honestly Mace was spooky always once I knew it was there. Always to your left and just kind of sat there. And every time I walked to the restroom, I'm like, hey, Trev. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. Spooky. Andy, when I saw it, 
in your voice, in Travis Rogers' voice, I heard the word, that's a little aggressive. <laughs> yeah. You like that one, don't you? Yes. <laughs> but some things are a little aggressive. That is a little aggressive. <laughs> Just turning around, Travis Rogers, right over your shoulder. Yep creepily grinning at you so to paint a picture here in the studio there's a john ireland uh standee yep. wearing a legalized marinara, marinara <laughs> yours is in here Mace, over here oh is my yours in the, mine is in the hidden away yeah behind delo that's terrible uh we've got a lebron standee right here yep Aaron Donald. Uh, we've got Aaron Donald. Now we've got Travis, Travis Rogers on the outside. over the shoulder. Not in the room. No. Over <laughs> no, the shoulder. Looking through the window. Looking through yeah, the window. I don't, like the, I don't like how that sounds. Yeah, on the outside <laughs> looking in. Like, like the blue check mark. It, it's like outside did, looking in. Did we get in. any resolution to that yesterday? So we had an idea. And we'll see if you'll go along with this. We decided that we should have a paintball duel. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's going to be Hamilton style. Uh, walk twenty or not John, a musical, John, an actual duel. Have you seen John Wick four? Same, not same seen thing. It. Okay. it ends on a duel uh, that we do twenty paces. You turn around, you fire, okay, and whoever hits the other guy gets the check mark. And if you both miss, if, if we, we, we John both Wick miss, style, you get closer. To you get closer. You get <laughs> 10, ah. ten feet. You get ten feet closer. Yeah. What I'm, do you think? I'm a hundred percent in on that. John Wick pulls it at the end, though. It was an awesome it, ending. Have you ever played paintball? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played paintball. Yeah. It's fun. Have you? I have. Yeah. Well, only once. And when I played they, once too. I think it was like Bobby went to a 13th birthday and yeah. they needed parent chaperones, but it is fun. You got to watch out. I'm Aaron Burr. I am a <laughs> you, dead like, eye shooter. <laughs> quick draw McGraw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that blue That's, check mark's was still that out idea? there dangling. Uh, yeah, no, we kind of stumbled on it. I think it was my idea. Yeah, okay. a duel. A I duel. Was, I was listening as I was going home yesterday and I heard Chris say that. I was never really even in the running for consideration. Which shocked me that you were there. We only have five check marks for some reason, and apparently you were never even in the conversation for one of the check and, marks. And, one, and what, the explanation that I was given was, "Well, you never had one to begin with," which is not true. Did you have one? Yes, I had one. I know we all did. Andy, you had one, right? Yeah, I had uh, one. Or and you and your joint, yeah, Brian Twitter handle. Had one. Yeah, we also had an offer extended to us on behalf of the station to keep our check mark. They actually then, did come to us. We, we declined no. it. No, they did. The I, station did? You would have gotten I mean, one of the five? I don't think Carlo was going rogue. I'm well, there sure are only five check marks. Well, the I'm, station was given five well, check marks. Carlo texted me and Brian asking if we would like this. And again, I'm assuming Carlo was doing this officially on behalf of the station. So, yeah, they recognized the value of being associated with me and Brian. See, you Twitter. should call your other boss, David Locke. And say, where's our check mark? We decided that's the Locked On Lakers podcast. Yeah, yeah. five days a week. Anywhere you get your is there a YouTube component? There is a YouTube component. Excellent. If you're an everydayer, you know what we're talking about. Right. By the way, you uh, you've got the Locked On Rams. Locked On Rams. I do. Yeah, I do do it. What every week? Uh, In the off season, we've been a little bit, maybe weekly here or there, but we're cranked up next week, starting every day during the season. Oh, every day. Yep. Yep. Wow. Well, it's post draft. Yeah, post draft. You got eleven draft picks to try to. He's also going to do locked. On Man United, he's going to do Manchester United. <laughs> oh, nice. Locked on Gauchos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll lock that in. Yeah, I love the idea about a duel. Oh, a duel is great. That'll be good. So dramatic. We got to wear like goggles, goggles gotta and wear masks goggles. and something. You got to shoot for the center mass, right? Yeah. Like I got to try to hit you right in the center of the chest. If I try to wing you or something, I want one of work. them John Wick Kevlar suits. He actually has a very stylish Kevlar suit. 
Well, everything he wears is custom-made Kevlar. It is all Ke- everything he wears is Kevlar. That's why he never dies. We have enough space in the hallway here. <laughs> it now, would do. now the problem is, if you guys miss, it's just paint going all over the yeah, wall. We I don't will, know. How. We will. Uh, <laughs> well, it's got to be paint well, that washes off. True. Like if, if it's I don't water- think it can be. I think it has to be the real deal. These guys are just they're well, they're taking a chance. They're well, being clutch the in the moment. If it misses, you clean that off. But if it's splatter from a hit, you want to keep that. There. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Right. It, yeah. Well, it becomes at that point history. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, true. It's yeah. like we've got a Pete Carroll quote on the wall, and next to it, a splatter of victory. I wonder if there's like the equivalent of I know that there are shooting ranges to go practice. Yes. guns. Yes, but is there a paintball? Do I have to go to one of those weird abandoned alleys to, I, to, to practice? You know what? That's probably it. Weird abandoned alley. <laughs> That sounds good. See you That's there. That's where all those things are, right? <laughs> where they throw some old tires in the background <laughs> yeah, and a exactly. burnt out the VW. Underground, yeah, the underground yeah. paintball scene everybody's talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's like Fight Club. But the only rule about uh, paintball fight is don't talk about paintball fight. <laughs> Would you, are you going to practice? Uh, what do you think? I think, well, you practice pickleball. Correct. I will practice. Yeah. No, I will be out target shooting. Dude, if Sliwa was I, Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm well, going to bring your standee yeah. out there. <laughs> put a blindfold over and a cigarette. Put that as a target. Exactly. It's just shots all over him. If Alan was involved in this duel, after the practice period, he would come back like a marksman. <laughs> yeah. He would come back being able to hit Mace from like a okay. thousand okay. feet away in a tower. <laughs> With a 30-mile-an-hour wind. Yeah. Yes. Did you guys ever play pickleball after that Saturday? No. Yes. Ever. Not you yet, did. No. I did. You played once or I more? I played once at Santa Monica, uh, who, which I have been told is the mecca of pickleball in Santa Monica. <laughs> yeah. Olympic Park uh, in or Memorial Park in Santa Monica. Okay. Slee? I played once. Because you were super gung-ho after. I played once, a couple days after, me and Berg did, and I have not touched the paddle since. And I, I'm like, all right, I think that's it. Yeah, it just wrapped it up. I think so. It's all over till next year. Unless somebody says, hey, do you want to go play? I'm not going to be initiating anything. Look, that's the funny thing. If you and I had played more, Uh anybody that thought that we knew what we were doing, I don't think watched us enough. But the fact that you took up so much space, I just got to- take it easy. No, no, no. (laughs) Man of a certain carriage. Trav went to the center, and you can't really hit it by him. Yeah, so I just sat out. in the back. <laughs> yeah, and I came back. All I did yeah, was that's hit one by or the two. way not. Also, you can't hit it by him. That's another. He's kind right of dig. here. Yeah, yeah. He's I can right hear you. You know, here. my headphones. I mean, literally work. took up the whole. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I I think you guys were very credible. Average. Out there. You no, you actually played really well. <laughs> very we average. lost our opening match. We, we if I didn't have my brother, I would have been screwed. Your brother was a good player. He was a very good player. Your brother was a good player. So he was will you, everywhere. Will you teach me how to shoot? I know we don't like to talk about your double life as a assassin or whatever yeah. it is you go do when you disappear, but yep. I have a feeling you know how to shoot. Yeah, it's between Lakers talk, Lakers talk daily, and <laughs> Lakers pregame, and and then and shoot, and, 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 and then a marksman. Slee, exactly. and then a marksman. What are those situations where Slee just picks up that paintball gun and shoots a fly off of somebody at the top of their head from yeah. fifty yards? Damn, I'd love to say that was true. <laughs> You do so many shows. You you've got to drive away to Yosemite. You you, you have to go to the yeah. Sequoias. You've got to just escape. Are you a hiker? I'm not a hiker, but I've been to the Sequoias. I've been to Yosemite. Like you just drive through and keep it. <laughs> just drive through. No, did you get the, out and walk around. I, I did a yoga retreat up at the uh, at the uh, Sequoias, which was fantastic. How long and is that? How how long are you out there for? Three days. Three days. It was absolutely beautiful. 
Uh, have you been to the Sequoias? I have not. Yeah, you, there, there's something to no, see. No, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it really, really is, is incredible. Ancient trees are amazing. You mentioned the uh, yoga retreat. Yeah. Chris does yoga. You you are a yoga... I'm what, making air quote signs. I, I, what, what's Chris the, does yoga. No, no, the, he told us. What's the yeah. job called where you lead the class? I, I don't know. What teacher. It's just teacher? Yeah, instructor teacher. or whatever. Maybe. As a yoga teacher, yeah. would it kill me? Like, if I tried no. to do it, would it just absolutely... Because I, I, te- I could teach a class for you that would be fantastic. You know, I was a trained yoga teacher. I, I know you are. Yeah, I, I would teach a class that would I'm totally work for you. super out of shape. Yeah, that's I'm okay. I'm incredibly unflexible. He doesn't stretch. He refuses I, I, to stretch. I, to, to put on my shoes is a bit of an effort in the morning. Yeah. And I'm afraid that if I even tried the most simple downward-facing dog maneuver, I'd snap my hands. No, we take you into a nice yin practice. What's that? Which is uh, sort of a, a deep stretch. As, as much okay. as you can stretch, you ease into it. But the one thing I learned is uh, as a teacher, you've got to tailor the class to the people that are in the room. So I would tailor it. It would I would call it baby yoga. Yeah, I would teach you baby yoga. I, I'm in. Yeah, I feel like baby yoga is a good. Can but we, I cannot believe. I, like Morales doesn't even know what down dog is. I've never Mor- done yoga. I know at least I know that one. And, you know that one. Yeah, Morales the only says one up dog down dog. He gets up at four a.m. What do you say? Six days a week. Uh-huh. And does from four a.m. to five a.m. Full yoga. Total BS. And is that what he said on and he's Ask in, CMM? And, <laughs> ask Chris. Ask Chris. <laughs> I know he hates Ask Chris. That's fine. That's yeah. what I call him. That's uh, is, exactly right. I would if I'm tweeting it. I need to use the phraseology that I yeah. use. Right. Uh, Slee, do you do? Do you have an up dog down dog? Uh, I've done yoga. I did it probably like five six years ago. Would do the hot yoga. Yeah. It's. Honestly, one of the toughest things it looks I've impossible. ever done. Well, the hot yoga is a different level. Yep, That's and then they, a different when level. they open the door for like ten seconds, you feel like you can breathe again, and then you're back to I Have can't. Have you breathe. done it, Andy? I've done it a few times. Didn't take. It's tough. It is, yeah, tough. It is tough. It is tough. Why yeah. didn't it take? Because I have a, you and I are similar in a lot of ways. Um, it didn't take. Honestly, just time constraints. I I found it challenging, interesting. It's good on your body. I just didn't have the time. The thing about it is, it's the Patience. It is about the time. Yes. yes. It's about hanging out in those poses. Brian was doing it for It's a while. about breathing and patience. Yeah. I'm bad at both of those yeah. things. It's a moving <laughs> meditation. Can we live stream it when you guys do it? Oh, I would love to see that. <laughs> well, uh, when we're done shooting each other, I'll take it to a nice yoga class. class. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, why not? Right? Maybe, maybe if I, should I have to do yoga if I win or lose? Uh, I think you should, you should just, do yoga either I, way. I think it would just be good for you, Trav. You have it to do the yoga good for you. with that, with the standy <laughs> right behind you. You can drive for hours without any conversation, so I'm sure Am you I can do- Am I the only one that likes to be yes. silent for yes, extended 100%. period? Really? Yeah. You don't like just, an hour goes by and you haven't heard, the TV's not on, you're not nope. staring at your phone, mm-hmm. you're just I get nothing? distracted, man. I'm throwing on something. You know what I like? Car. I like driving around, first of all, I like driving around listening to- random am radio i love am radio <laughs> i always have i like the random weird talk i, I, I especially when you're out of town and that, you put on a, mm, a random the am radio somewhere in the middle of nowhere it's like extent. all geared for truckers <laughs> like all the ads are for truckers the conspiracy <laughs> theories left and right but oh I, yeah look we talked about the art bill show yeah I there it love is the, but that's a specific sort of mood right yeah. sometimes i just want nothing i want my mind to wander i want to just think about nothing and i don't want to have to listen to the radio or anything just silence you don't is want good. music going on no no like great 
tinny AM radio Sometimes, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but coming in, you're listening to no, stuff. I'm, yeah. Because yeah. of the show. Yes. Do you it's listen when you're leaving? Do you listen to uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, Will, and Max? Max frequently? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I listen to you guys when I'm driving yeah. in, mm-hmm. and then I drive. I listen to uh, Shadano and Cap. I listen way to home. you guys going home more often than I don't. But sometimes it's just I've, I've heard enough of my own voice, and I'm. I'm good. I need to move on. It's like, what did May say for you to turn off the radio and yeah, say, I'm going to go and <laughs> just complete <laughs> silence? I want to go radio you're gonna, silent. You're going to shoot me. That's Very quickly, um, Lakers come home tonight with the, uh, with. is it done? Do they finish this thing off? Do they put their feet up for a few days? Why the Kings and the Warriors beat the you know what oh, out of each other? Tell you what, given the fact that LeBron was as gassed as he was at the end of the I mean, he was... 45 minutes. I mean, they, they called a double timeout where Darvin called a timeout, right. then LeBron called a timeout. I need a little bit more time. They could use a couple of days. To finish it out tonight would be huge. After being very strategic through the first three quarters of the game, and I know he played a lot of minutes, Al, but this was not 2016 LeBron where 45 minutes is the ball in his 10 hands. Out of 10. And yeah. right. this, was, yeah. this was 2023 LeBron. Which is for three quarters, he he was impactful, but not in the way that he used to be until he had to be. Yeah. Here's what may matter most, and we might see this tonight. Does it matter more to be physically exhausted, which is what I think most people think the Lakers were after that because they are the older team than Memphis? Or does it matter more to be mentally exhausted? Because I think Memphis could end up on tilt, especially if they get behind early. Ja and Dylan Brooks did not speak after game four. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't speak if they lose. Right. They just well, tell me when they win. You're, they're they down. either gloat or they don't talk. Well, I've they never heard that before. <laughs> they, yeah. They're in a real or bounce. Exactly. They're That's in a real a non-gloating position right yeah, now. And sure. they know they got to win three in a row. Okay, that, but that's interesting because we were talking a little bit about that. How much fight does Memphis have? If, if Memphis faces their down 10 – and you're already down three games to one. Are they saying we'll do everything we can to go back to LA? Or are they already thinking in their mind what's the offseason? I don't think efficient. Like? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to give up. What I do think is they're going to get wild, go crazy. I think you're going to see Dylan Brooks putting up shots that should be like let's a, hope so. They should yeah. be like a felony. These type of shots. There's a reason why Dylan Brooks is open a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please. Yeah. You're going to see. Can I walk you to the three point yeah, line, exactly. Mr. Brooks? Yeah, you're going to see Jaron Jackson Jr. pick up crazy fouls. Yeah, trying to block everything. You're going to see Ja, ja flying through the right. air. I, I like this plan. He's got to learn how to fall. Oh by the way, gosh. that's the thing about Ja. Or he just is, not try to jump over AD and so LeBron. Up there, he's uh, it's unreal. I'll tell you what, though. It, yes. It may be the most fun thing to watch in the NBA. No, it is. Like it is entertaining. If he were a Laker or he were on my favorite team, I would be terrified every time he takes off. As somebody who just wants to watch cool, you know what? <laughs> Take off every time. Yeah, that twenty-six point it. run he had, or was it twenty-six? Twenty-two. Twenty-two point run was yeah. unreal. It was pretty remarkable. Yeah. Super crosstalk powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland, AK in for John. That's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.